Secret of the Lord. The secret or friendship of the Lord is with them that fear him. So the reality of this is, is that if we're going to reverence God, if we're going to honor God in our life, he has a secret. And he wants to consider that a friendship, okay? A special connection. Now, is he respect for persons? No. So I guess we all could have that. Yes. Okay, but, you know, everybody's like, mom always says you're his favorite, you know? And I, I say I'm his favorite because I won't get out of his face, you know? I don't think that he's as much as I'm his favorite, he's mine. I put myself in his face all the time. I want to know. I'm, I, I'm not afraid of being spanked or chastened by God because it's done nothing but ever bring life to me. So I, I have that relationship. There's a, a, an intimate bond there that he knows my heart and I know his. And I can live in that place. This message today is going to be an awful lot about that living in that place. So, what's the sign of a friend? And all can talk about what a friend looks like, right? That right. he tells you his secret sorrows. Some guy that some person that can talk to you and tell you, you know, what's going wrong. I got a, I got a bad day and this is going on. So they want to call that a friend because you shared some crap with each other. Not, not really had a a, a good time. Hmm. No. So one is going to tell you his secret joys, the secret desires of his heart that he wouldn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Many will confide to you their secret sorrows, but the last mark of intimacy is to confide in secret joy. We ever let God tell us any of his joys all the time? Mm-hmm. Are we telling God our secret? So continue that we leave no room for him to talk to us? We too busy yakking at him? Mm-hmm. Telling him what we want? Miss that. Miss Erica said this morning, she goes, I first came to God, I was so busy telling him what I wanted. She goes, I didn't give him room to talk. I said, very true. A lot of people do that. To come to God, they go, that God's, you know, your your, uh, uh, buddy here to just dump all your your, your, your magic Santa, you know. And it's like, it's not what he is. He's my friend that wants to see me successful. But he wants to see me successful according to his will and purpose. And he will always be willing to talk to me about his will and purpose so that I can become successful. In Christ Jesus. At the beginning of our Christian life, we were full of requests to God. Then we find that God wants us into a relationship with himself. To get us in touch with his purposes. Are we so wedded to Jesus Christ's idea of prayer that thy will be done, not my will, but your will be done? How funny is that? Today's Glenn Jackson's, right? That we catch the secrets of God. We want so much of his will to be done that the secrets of God is his will being done, is it not? Yes. And there are secrets only to be opened by what? Obedience, yeah, obedience to him. Laying down our life for him is the way he laid his life down for us. That's the only way we're going to find out what those secrets are. Now, are we ever going to stop him? No, he's going to go ahead and do what he's going to do. But you ain't going to know nothing about it. You can have it right underneath your nose and you're going to miss it. Why? You didn't get told by him. I always love him. He goes, watch this. Tells me to do something, then he confirms it to me and confirms it to me. Then Thy will be done. That's when we start to catch the secrets of God. I want to, I want to, I want to understand what He wants. The things that take make God dear to us are not so much His great big blessings in the, as there is on just the tiny little things, because they show His amazing intimacy with us. He knows every detail of our individual lives, 
and he meets me in every detail and he fine tunes each one and confirms each thing so I can walk with him and I know that I know that I know. And it's, it's hilarious. All the way from, you know, me telling Erica, I guess, you know, I'll get one thing to show about, you know, drivers, I got to get a real ID because we don't have my passport like forever ago and it hasn't come yet. Okay? So I need this real ID. So finally, out of my mouth, I need it. I get up and walk in the kitchen, my passport's on the counter. That's how God and I work. Oh my gosh, this is a miracle. It's not a miracle. That's how God and I work. I come to a place where I know I want to need something. He's already provided it. He knew I was going to need it. However many weeks ago, they finally did it and sent it to me. So then all of a sudden, I say, I need it. It shows up that day. That's the way I want you to have a relationship with God. But you can't because you're so busy complaining about poor, pitiful you. And all your, all your junk. And God's like, I'm so over what you did, it's not even funny. I just don't know what you're going to do. You're going to keep being who you used to be? Keep, you know, romancing that stuff all the time? Or are you going to come out and be separate? At first we want the consciousness of being guided by God. Then we go on as we live so much in the consciousness of God that we do not need to talk to ask what his will is. I don't got to ask. I already know. Because the thought of choosing any other will never occurs to us. I don't want anything else. So it's not like I have an ulterior motive. I have no other motive than his will to be done. And so all of a sudden, you, when, you, when he knows that, you know that, he'll start you slow, get you going, warm you up, to all of a sudden, great big things are according to his will. And I'm sorry, according to his will, that's when I get on the phone and I blast somebody. According to his will, and they call back going, oh, okay, I'm ready to get right in line. You're going... I just, I just got, I just shot you, hope that you die, and you came back going, I'm sorry, okay? But God never fails me in what I do. So I prayed for him to always be at the head of every thought, the head of every conversation, the head of every action. If we are saved and sanctified, God guides us by our ordinary choices. And if we're going to be choose what he does not want, he'll check us. But then we must heed. If he checks you, you better stop. If he gives you that, that condemnation check, you better stop. Wherefore, there is no doubt, stop at once. Whenever there's an issue of fear or doubt in you, quit. And pretty soon you're going, I don't know why I'm afraid of this. I don't either. But quit right then. Until you're ready to get your shit back again, get back in line, start trusting God, quit. Because your fear is not based on a condemnation from God. Your fear is based on what other people think, respected persons. It's not based on the condemnation of God. And how I know? I walk in his will. And so when I walk in his will, there's no fear of anything. So fear is typically soulish, right? Okay. It's of the sush. And that sush, you have to go back and say, why am I afraid? We look at all the criteria of what you've been through and who you've been. You look very quickly why you're afraid. The question is, what does that have to do with your spiritual walk? Zero. But you keep bringing it into your spiritual walk. You just leavened the whole lump. The whole lump became carnal. Well, that's not what I want to do. Well, I appreciate that. But that's what you keep doing. So if you don't want to kill it, then I, I, I'm going to have to step, step back and wait until you do. You're going to be no good to me. No good to us. No good to nothing that God wants or what we need. Because you will not stop.
never reason it out and say, I wonder why I shouldn't. You know, usually your fear is not wonder why I shouldn't. Your fear is like, I'm afraid, you know, why this, that, and the other. Not wonder why you shouldn't. 90% of the time your fear is based on something you should do, and you're afraid to do it. Not from God checking you. You checking yourself. If God's checking you. Um, you, I promise you one thing in here, I doubt any of you will ask God, are you sure? Because it'll be so contrary to anything else you're doing, you'll know. God instructs us in what we choose. That is, he guides our common sense and he no longer hinders his fear by continually saying, now Lord, what is thy will? He guides your common sense. Today's Oswald, it says, we don't live by our common sense, but we, we live in this world and he guides our common sense so that we understand how to live his way in this world. But in this world, is not common sense needed? Yes. yes. But I don't want my best thing in common sense. I want him to guide my common sense so it's according to his will and that's it. Then all of a sudden, your common sense, your logical reasoning blows everybody out of the water. Why? Because it's super powered and you know, supernatural by God. It's not running by your best thinking. It's running by him making a way where there isn't one. The grace shows up. Yeah, Psalms 5.1, please. We have a, like 12 spots in Psalms to get today. Psalms 5.1. Give, give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Hearken to the voice of my cry, my King, my God. For to thee I will pray. My voice shall you hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto you, and I will look up. For you are not a God that has pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the, the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into the house of the multitude of, the, of thy mercy, and I will fear, will, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of my enemies. Make my ways straight before thy face. There is, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wicked. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They fly over their tongue. Destroy them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions. For they have rebelled against you. But let all of those that put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For you, Lord, will bless the righteousness and favor will you compass them as with a shield. So one of the things we're talking about, joyfulness, and how we're not apt to be a friend to share our, our secret joys, right? Mm -hmm. right? Testimony is about a secret joy. Yes. The death of me and the life of Christ. This message in, in Psalms 5 right here is about, hey, this is, I get who you are. This is what you do and this is the people you're talking about. But as for me, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to find my joy in you and I'm going to tell everybody about it. I am going to be your friend. I'm going to let everybody know I'm connected to you and I'm your friend. 
Most of you are afraid to talk about it because you know tomorrow you won't do it again. You know tomorrow you'll go back and do the same stupid shit you've always done. So you're afraid to testify about how God and you had a moment. I testify about God's moments. Why? Because I have the moment after moment after moment after moment after moment. I want that for my life, period. But I can't have that unless I start acknowledging it and start identifying it. So you don't want to stay in your crap. You don't want to get out of that. You're never going to be joyful. I want my joyfulness to be in him. And I want everyone that around me know that it's in him. So my testimonies will always be of him. Fair? Yes. 16.1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, you are my Lord, my goodness extends not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth and to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names to my lips. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and my cup, you maintain my lot. Thy lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My rains also instruct me in the night seasons. I have, you know what the rains are? That's when all of a sudden he's given you, you know, his uh, protection around you. He guides you. So his my rains like a horse, right? He guides me. Is what it's in the rains uh, of my life, right? Yes. Instruct me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in hell, neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life and thy presence is fullness of my joy. So I want to talk about being in his presence and all that right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Is that not talking about the pleasant things of life and letting other people know what they ought to have in their life? Yes. 18.6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. I had cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of the temple, my cry before him even unto his ears. Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hills moved. They were shaken because he was mad. He was angry. He was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils, a fire of his mouth, devoured coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down, and darkness was under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and did fly. Yes, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place. His pavilion round about him were dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. At the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones, coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heaviness, heavens, I'm sorry, and the highest gave his voice hailstones and coals of fire. He asked, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He shot out lightnings and discovered them. When the channels of the waters were seen, the foundations of the world were discovered at the rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He said from above, he took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Amen. Wouldn't that be a story you want to tell somebody? Yes. Yeah, but you guys don't want to testify, right? 19.7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is pure, excuse me, sure, taking 
making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgment of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired than they are than gold. Yes, than fine gold. Sweeter also than honey, the honeycomb. Would that not be something you want to tell somebody that's, that's wondering about God? Man, you know, this is my who God is. Man. He is there always, every time. It's better than gold, sweeter than honey. My, you just need to get to know my God. Right? Yes. Would that not be sharing a secret joy that of an experience you've got you want someone else to know? Yes. But we don't do that, do we? We talk about our boo-hoos. Over by them is thy servant warned. The keeping of there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse you from my secret faults, Father. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright. I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let me be saved from my secret sins and make sure my presumptuous ones are, are taken away. I want to be right in your eyes. Sounds like another great testimony. 25. 14. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. He will show them his covenant. That's today's message, right? Yes. My eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of a net. Turn unto me and have mercy upon me. I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring you, bring you me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain, and for, please forgive my sins, right? Amen. Consider my enemies, for they are many. They hate me with cruel hatred. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let thy integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I will wait upon you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all its troubles. 27.1 Lord is my light, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Huh. Kind of, today's Lynn Jackson's, right? Yes. When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat of my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise up against me, and this will I be confident. One thing I've desired of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in a time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in this tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, O Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face from me, far from me. Put not thy servant away, put not thy servant away in anger. You have been my help, leave me not. Neither forsake me, O God, of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord shall even take me up. Yeah. 31, 30, verse 1. I will extol thee, O Lord, for you have lifted me up and has not made my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried unto thee, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from the grave and have kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O you saints of his, and give thanks to the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endures but for a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping 
may endure for an eye, but joy is going to come in the morning. And in thy prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. Lord, by thy favor, you have made my mountain to stand strong. And you did hide thy face, and I was troubled. I cried to thee, O Lord. And to the Lord, I made my supplication. What profit is there of any of in my blood when I go down to the pit? Shall the dust praise thee? Shall declare thy truth? Hear, O Lord, and have mercy upon me. Lord, be you my helper. You have turned for me my morning into dancing. You put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. Mm -hmm. To the end that my glory may sing praise thee and not be silent, O Lord. My God, I will give thanks to thee forever. Thirty-one, nineteen. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which have laid up for them that fear thee, which have wrought for them that trust in thee before the sons of men. You shall hide them in a secret thy presence from the pride of man you shall keep, the secret, keep them secretly and pavilion from the strife of tongues blessed be the Lord for he has showed me his marvelous kindness in a strong city <clears throat> for I have said in thy haste I am cut off from before thy eyes nevertheless you heard the voice of my supplications when I cried to thee O love the Lord all ye saints for the Lord preserves the faithful and plentifully rewards the proud doer be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart all you that hope in the Lord Thirty-five, twenty-two. This you have seen, O Lord. Keep not silence, O Lord. Be not far from me. Stir up myself and awake to my judgment, even thy cause, my God, my Lord. Judge me, O Lord, my God. Judge me according to thy righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so we would have it. Let them not say. We have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together and rejoice at my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yes, let them say continue. Let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and thy praise all the day long. 43. Judge me, O God, and plead my cause against the ungodly nation. O, oh, deliver me from the deceitful and unjust man. If you are the God of my strength, you dost cast me off. Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? O, oh, send out thy light and thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me into the holy hill and thy tabernacles. Mm -hmm. Then will I go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy. Yes, upon the harp will I praise thee, O oh, my God. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? Hope is in God. For I shall yet praise him who is in the health of my countenance and my God. Why is my natural life moping when I only just call upon the name of the Lord? 44, 15. My confusion is continually before me. The shame of my face has covered me. For the voice of him that reproaches and blasphemy by reason of, of the enemy and the avenger. All this has come upon us, yet we have not forgotten thee, neither have we dealt falsely in your covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from your way. Though you have sore broken us in the place of dragons and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten thy name of our God or stretched our hands to a strange God, shall not God search this out? For he knows the secrets of the heart. Yes, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Wake you that sleep, O Lord. Arise, cast off 
cast us not off forever. Wherefore, hide your face and forgot our affliction and our oppression, for our soul is bowed down to the dust, our belly cleaves to the earth. Arise for our help and redeem us for mercy's sake. Amen. Psalm 90. For a thousand years thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. You carry them away as with a flood. They are as a sleep in the morning. They're like grass which grows up. In the morning it flourishes and grows up, and the evening is cut down and withers. For we are consumed by your anger, by the wrath we are troubled. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins, the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath, and we spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore and ten, seventy. If by reason of strength they be fourscore or eighty, let us yet their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger, even according to thy fear? So is thy wrath. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. Amen. That's interesting, huh? 91, verse 1. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my, my refuge and my fortress. My God and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover you with the feathers and under His wings you shall trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid for the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thy eyes shall you behold and see the reward of the wicked. For you have made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, your habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague even come near your dwelling. Amen. Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that were in a dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, and our tongue was singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us, whereof we are glad. So turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south, the sow and tears shall reap in joy. He that goes forth and reap and weeps, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves with him. Proverbs 3. Thirteen. Happy is the man that finds wisdom. And the man that gets understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you can desire are not to be compared to her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand, riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. Gosh, that just sounds like, I want some, right? Yes. It's called wisdom. Mm -hmm. The thing that you guys don't seem to care about on an everyday basis. His wisdom. She's a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retains her. The Lord, by wisdom, has founded the earth. By understanding, has he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths are broken up. The clouds drop down the dew. My son, 
Let not them depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life to thy soul and grace to thy neck. Then shall you walk in the way of safety. And thy foot shall not stumble. When you lie down, you not be afraid. Yes, you shall be able to lie down. Thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it comes. The Lord shall be thy confidence. Shall keep thy foot from being taken. Withhold not good from them whom it is due, when it is in the power of your hand to do it. Say not to the neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I'll give when you have it with you now. Devise not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwells securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he have done thee no harm. Envy you not the oppressor, choose none of his ways. For the froward is an abomination of the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The secret of the Lord is with the righteous. Hmm. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. So surely he scorns the scorner, but gives grace to the lowly or humble. The wise shall inherit the glory, but the shame shall actually be the promotion of fools. Romans 2. Don't you like songs? Yes. yes. I like songs in Proverbs both. But I think that if we had to be honest with ourselves about Psalms and even Proverbs, as David and, and Solomon, um, we look the fool. We have a man after God's own heart that everything, like you said, everything in his life is just anointed and touched and blessed by God. He has his moments when he, because he's out at war and battle, he's not, he's not set at home and all the stuff's coming to him at his house. He's out in the, he's out in the battlefield. David's in the battlefield all day long. And enemies are always trying to, you know, outdo the Jews, outdo Israel. They're always trying to, but he, he, he's just saying, look, I, no matter what's going on, my God is here. My God is in rule. My God is in authority. My God, my God, my God. And we have this opportunity through songs to say, is this not what we want? Yeah. And if we want it, then how did he do it that we might be able to follow? And then we don't follow. There's a, there's a whole testimony in there about the wicked, right? Yes. And the unrighteous. Where do you think you stand? Think you stand that man that's doing the will of God and standing in the righteousness of God? Or do you think you're caught up in a bunch of your nonsense and, and deceived? I think you're deceived. And, and that's not going to pay well. We've got a God that we can call upon and we can joy in. We can, we can call our friend because he laid down his life. He laid down his life for his friends. We can be his friend. And that can be what's done for us. But it's not going to happen for us if we're not going to open up our heart and invite him in and then give him first place, the driver's seat. Let him guide, lead us through every thought and every action, every word. Can we do that and then find a way not to be afraid? Not to doubt or not to get caught up in unbelief. Romans 2, 11. For there is no respect of persons with God. For as many have sinned without the law shall perish without the law. And as many have sinned in the law shall be judged then by the law. For not hearers of the law are just before God, but the doers of the law shall be justified. And we know there's only one that can do it. That was Jesus. Yes. For the Gentiles, which have not the law, do by nature the things contain the law. These, not having the law, are then the law to themselves. 
will show the work of the law written in their hearts and their conscience also bearing witness in their thoughts and meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another in the day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Christ Jesus according to the gospel 5.1 therefore being justified by our faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ Amen. by whom we have access by this faith into the grace where we can stand Re rejoice in that hope of the glory of God we can get there and then we can rejoice mm -hmm. but not only so we can also glory even in our tribulations even in our tough times yes. knowing that tribulation is going to cause us to have patience Amen. patience experience experience is going to give us a chance to have hope and that hope is going to make us not ashamed because the love of God is then shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us, so the love of God is given to us, so we can love God back with that same love, and we can trust and wait and, and be ready for Him when He's ready. Yes, so hope's going to be there for the righteous reasons. But we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man might one die, perhaps even for a good man some might dare to die, but God commended His love towards us, and then while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So much more then, now being justified by his blood, we should be saved from the wrath through him. Amen. For if we were the enemies, we were reconciled to God with the death of his son, much more being reconciled shall we now be saved by his life. Amen. Not only so, we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus, by whom we have now received the atonement. So there's a story to tell, right? Yes. The received atonement. 8.18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be even compared to the glory which shall be revealed in us if we will give our life to Christ. The earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. The creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of who subjected the same in hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption and the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans, travails, and pain together, even until now. Not only they, but ourselves also which had the first fruits of the Spirit, even ourselves grown within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. We are saved by hope, and hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man sees, why would you then hope for it? Likewise, the Spirit also helps us in our infirmities. We know not what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. That he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So in that moment you don't know what to do, pray in tongues. Y'all ought to be praying in tongues like 24-7. You want to see a turnaround in your life? Start praying in tongues and watch what happens. Spirit of God knows exactly what you have need of. He knows exactly how stupid you are. And he knows how to get around that curve and get you in the right place. Because the will of God to be done, and then you're praying in the Holy Ghost to the, for the Spirit of God to help you. What do you think He's going to do? The will of God in your life. Amen. I remember when I, I first started praying in tongues. I was praying in tongues all the time. Why? I didn't know what was going to get me there. But he sure as heck did. Amen. That's all that matters. No matter what I went through, good, bad, or ugly, I felt hope. And so I had no problem of praying in tongues. And I felt hope through all of it. And you're out here often at times hopeless. And God said, you should call by my name. I got you. 14, 12. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but 
Judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know, and I'm persuaded by the Lord Jesus, there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him it seems anything to be unclean. To him it is unclean. But if a brother be grieved with your meat, now walk you in charitable, charitably. Destroy not him with that meat for whom Christ died. Let not your good be evil spoken of. Now, if you have somebody that's weak, don't go push it just because you're not weak in it in their face. Yeah, you, you got a buddy that, that's, that's an alcoholic. The last thing you want to do is take him to a bar. Okay? You got a guy that's having a tough time with, with uh, pornography. Okay? I wouldn't be tempting him by buying him a, a magazine with soft porn on the front of it. Okay? Make sure what you're doing helps your brother. Make sure he can have his strength. Then say, you can't have it on your own, but don't put it in their face. As for me, I don't want to put nothing out. And if somebody walked in that door, it might offend them. Mm -hmm. So I said, real simple, if Jesus walked in my door, what do I have in my house that I couldn't show him? Yeah. I want to make sure I can show him anything I've got. If I use him as my standard, am I ever going to have to worry about anybody else? Nope. No. no. So that, that, that's, a, that's a place we need to get. So my question for you is, could you bring him into your life right now and not be ashamed? And if you can't bring him into your life right now and not be ashamed, I'd probably get rid of whatever you're ashamed of. I'd ask his help, I'd pray in tongues, and do whatever it takes to get rid of that nonsense because you don't want to be ashamed in his presence. Because his presence is where you're trying to get to. Right. And if you're going to be ashamed, the likelihood of you actually trying is going to be very limited. So not much chance you're ever going to get there. It's like that guy in that movie The Shack. It wasn't shame, it was anger. But it kept him from getting it, right? Yes. And I'm sorry. Is that not on my triangle? Yes. Is it shame on my triangle too, basically, between confusion and frustration? Yes. You know, and then all the, all the things that go on with it. So I'd probably not get myself caught up in those things. I figure out a way to stay in the unconditional love of God. And if, if it takes praying in tongues, do it. Do that. But the kingdom of God, verse 17, is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy and the Holy Ghost. Yes. For he that is in these things serves Christ as acceptable to God and is approved also of men. 15.6 We may glorify one mind God, even the Father of Lord Jesus. Wherefore receive you one, one another as Christ also received us to glory. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of circumcision for the truth to God, of God, to confirm the promises made to the fathers. That the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as is written. For this cause I will confess you among the Gentiles and I will sing to your name. And again he says, rejoice you Gentiles with these people. And again, praise the Lord all you Gentiles and laud him all you people. And again Isaiah says, there shall be a root of Jesse that shall rise up to reign over the Gentiles. Christ in him shall the Gentiles trust. Mm -hmm. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in your believing. That you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. 1625. Now to him that is the power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. But now is made manifest or revealed by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting God made known to all the nations for the obedience of faith. To, all, to God only wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. First Corinthians how may we speak among them that are perfect, not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world that came to nothing. We speak the wisdom of God and the mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained for the world to our glory, which none of the princes of, this, of the world knew, for they know that they would have never crucified the Lord. But it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered the heart of man 
<clears throat> the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, it searches the deep things of God and then teaches us. For what man knows the things of a man, save the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knows no man, but the Spirit of God within us. Now we have not received the Spirit. We have, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know those things that are freely given to us of God. Which things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things to spiritual things called testimonies. Right? Yes. That the natural man has received not these things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he is himself judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that we may now instruct him? But you and I, we have the ability to have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 13. Verse 11. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, did you see an age in it? No. Hmm. So I wonder how many of you are childish and haven't grown up and matured into the man or the woman of God you're supposed to be yet. For now we see through a glass, darkly. We can't seem to see ourselves there. But when then face to face, now I know in part, but then I shall know even as I am known. And now abides the faith, hope, and charity. And of these three things, the greatest of these is that unconditional love which we were talking about. Yes. 2 Corinthians 1, 12. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we've had our conduct in the world and have more abundantly towards you. If we write none of the things of you than what you've read or acknowledged, and I trust you shall acknowledge even to the end. So we also have acknowledged us in part that we have our rejoicing even as you are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. And in this confidence, I was minded to come to you, unto you before that you might have a second benefit, to pass unto you to Macedonia, to come again out of Macedonia unto you, and of you be brought in my way toward Judea. So when I was there, for was I thus minded, did I use a lightness? The things that I purposed, do I purpose according to the flesh? That with me there should be a yes and a no? But God is true in our word towards you was not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was preached among you by us, even by me, Savannah and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him was yes. For all of the promises of God in him are yes, and in him, Christ, amen, amen. to the glory of God by us. Now he which establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God, who also has sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God as a record upon my soul, that despair I came not unto you as Corinth, not for that we have dominion over your faith, domination over your faith, but that we are helpers of your joy, for it is by faith that you will stand. Yes. Corinthians 3.7 But in the ministration of deaths written in, and engraven in stones was glorious, so that the children of God should not steadfastly behold the face of Moses for the glory of his countenance, which glory was to be done away. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? For the ministration of the con 
condemnation be glory, much more does the administration of righteousness exceed in glory. For even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of, of glory that excels. For if that which is done away was glorious, much more that which remains is glorious. Seeing then that we have such hope, we use a great plainness of speech, and not as Moses, who put a veil over his faith, face, but the, that the children of Israel should not steadfastly look to the end of that which is abolished. But their minds were blinded, for until this day remains the same veil untaken away in the reading of the Old Testament, which the veil is done away with in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, the veil is still upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where that spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom or liberty. So we all, with an open face, beholding in the glass, the mirror, the glory of the Lord. We hold in the mirror the glory of the Lord. But we all, with an open face, beholding in the glass, the glory of the Lord. Which is what you should see. The glory of the Lord in you. If you're not seeing the glory of the Lord in you, you need to go find it. Got it? Yes. It looks like I got a hell of a job in front of me, don't I? Yes. That you be changed into the same image from glory to glory that it will start to see the change in the mirror that you look at every day. 401. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, we receive mercy. We're fainting not. We renounce the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of truth, committing yourselves to every man's conscience in that sight of God. All of these things based on verse 18 and 3. But if our gospel be hid, it's hidden to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we pre preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus Lord and ourselves, for serve your servants for Christ's sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness has shined in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in that face of Christ in the mirror. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So we're troubled on every side, yet not distressed, perplexed, not in despair, persecuted, not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body, that we might see it. Amen. For we which live are always going to be delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Christ might become obvious in our mortal flesh. So the death works in us and life in you. We have in the same spirit of faith, according to his written, I believed. Therefore we have spoken, I also am now going to believe, and therefore I'm going to speak knowing that he which raised up Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Christ and shall present us with you for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound the glory of God, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things that are seen are temporary, brief, and fleeting. The things which are not seen are, in fact, eternal. 5.16. Galatians, sorry. This I say, then walk in the Spirit, and you should not fulfill the lust of your flesh. 
For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you cannot do the things that you should or would. But if you be led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. And those are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such the like, which I tell you before, and I've also told you in time past, they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such things there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with its affections and its lusts. So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of selfish glory, Vain glory provoking one another and envying one another. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 1 3. So blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places of Christ, according to He had chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to the adoption of children by Christ to Himself, according to His good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of of his grace, wherein he's made us accepted in the blood, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, if we'll allow the grace to do it. Yes. Wherein he's abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him in whom also we've obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things, all things, after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, those of us who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after you believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest for the down payment for our inheritance until the redemption of this purchase, this bought with a price, Purchase possession to the praise of his glory. 3 8. And to me, whom less than least of all the saints is his grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hidden in God who created all things by Christ. To the intent that now, in the principalities and powers and every place might be known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him, faith of Christ. Wherefore, I desire that you faint not at my tribulation for you, which is obviously for your glory as well. Amen. Philippians 2. One. <clears throat> so if there therefore be any consolation in Christ, any comfort of love, any fellowship with the Spirit, if the bowels and mercies, Fulfill my joy that you might be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, one mind. Make me happy by joining us, one mind, one accord. Let nothing be done through strife, you making an effort, or selfish glory. But with the lowliness, the humbleness of mind, let's esteem one another better than themselves. Look, God, every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let us not just get selfish and stuck in our stuff, let's help other people. Let us... Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not even robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, took upon himself a form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, 
being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name about which is above every name. That the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and the things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the God, the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you've always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but how much more in my absence, work out your salvation with reverence, with fear and trembling. For as God works in you, both to will and to do his good pleasure, do all things without murmurings and disputings, that you may be a blameless, harmless sons of God, without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and very perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that it might rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain, though all the work I put forth wasn't for any reason at all. Yes, if I be offered upon the sacrifice, the service of your faith, I joy and I rejoice with you all. For the same cause also you should joy and rejoice with me. Philippians 4, 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eudius and beseech Sentite that they be of the same mind in the Lord. I treat you also, true yoke fellows, help those women which labored with me in the gospel with Clement, also with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men, because the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds. He'll keep you through Christ Jesus. Amen. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, just, pure, lovely, of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. The God of peace shall also be with you. First Thessalonians 1-2 We give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith, your labor of love, the patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ and the sight of God and our Father. Knowing, brethren, beloved, your election of God, for our gospel came not to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost. And in much assurance, we know that what manner of men we were among you for your sake. You came, became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy in the Holy Ghost. 1 Timothy 6, 11. But you, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, love, faith. Excuse me, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life where you have been called and professed a good confession before many witnesses. I give you charge in the sight of God who quickens all things before Christ Jesus who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession that you might keep this commandment without spot, unrebukable, until the appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus, which in times past he shall show who is the blessed and only royal, the King of kings, Lord of lords, who only has immortality dwelling in light, which no man can approach, whom no man has seen nor can see, but to be honor and power everlasting. And let that be so. Amen. 2 Timothy 1.6 Wherefore I put your remembrance that you stir up the gift of God was in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind. So you be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of the Lord Jesus, nor me as prisoner, 
but be a partaker, a partner of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to your, our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ before the world even began. But now it's made obvious or manifest in this appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Hebrews 11. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understood the worlds were framed by the word of God, so the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. The things that we see today were not made as we think they were made. They were made by the power of the hand of God. So you got a million, million year old mountain. Is it a million years old? Nope. Nope. It is, but it wasn't. Right. Okay? Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The things which are seen are not made of the things which do appear. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying in his gifts, and by the being dead yet speaks. By faith Enoch was translated, he should not see death, and was not found because God translated him. For before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is God, that he is also a rewarder of them and diligently seek him. So by faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to save his house, by which he condemned the world and became the heir of righteousness by faith. You know, we talk about evolution, right? Yes. Things that were made were not made by the things the way they appear. So there's your verse that tells you evolution's nonsense. Why only one verse? So let me ask you a question. Adam and Eve. He made Adam also one day Adam was. Okay? Took him up out of the dirt and made Adam. Adam looked around, there was no other human being on the planet. All of a sudden he gets lonely. He bring, take lazy and puts him to sleep, takes a rib out, comes up, now there's now there's Eve on the planet. So the two of them. Do you think it took a lot of convincing that the world wasn't there before they did? No. And then God said, Oh, by the way, I did this in seven days, it just happened to make you on the sixth. Okay? And all that other stuff I made over the last few days, I need you to take care of. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, all of a sudden, they were there when it was made. Mm -hmm. They were there when it was void and nothing. And then brought forth with a matter of days and made to be who they are. So they didn't need to convince anybody. They didn't need to, to, to profoundly talk about all this, you know, this world is a million years old or ten million years old or whatever it is, how it was made. Because yeah. they were there. Yeah. We weren't. So we all of a sudden had to go get our own ideas, right? Start thinking what we think and think what we imagine and try to make it make sense to us. And it's how we've shipwrecked this whole thing over and over and over again. Even the folks who came and said evolution was evolution came back and said, yeah, I changed my mind. That's all bullshit. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop them from teaching, does it? It doesn't stop for new professors getting there to say, pick up where Darwin left off and want to take off there. And Darwin goes, huh, I was full of shit. I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> but, it, but the new guys don't say, yeah, but Darwin knew what he was talking about. Really? Well, that's Darwin. He didn't think so. Challenges in these things, guys, understand. What you're learning here today is you're, you're getting to see the secrets of God. You're getting to see the things that he's put here for us, for us to, to find a solid foundation for us to walk on. That's why I say, look in a mirror, who do you see? You, right? But if you look in a mirror and you see you, and, and it's like that guy in that movie, he couldn't look at himself. Okay? It's hard to look at yourself when you know you're contrary. Well, contrary to what? 
You're so full of yourself. You're so sure of yourself. You're mad. You're angry. All this stuff. You're, 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 you're bold, right? But you can't look yourself in the mirror. You must know you're full of crap. So you can't even look at yourself, let alone knowing that all that other stuff you're putting on out there is just a show. Because you're so hurting inside you don't know what to do. But we want to all come back and realize if I'm looking at that mirror, the only reason I can look at that mirror and be glad of what I see is I start seeing a, the Spirit of God moving in my life. And, and, and find out that, you know, that, that, that smile, that, that aura, or that spirit you have about you is refreshed and new. And you know, most of the time I look like I'm death warmed over to me, but all of a sudden now I'm not anymore. Why? Because the Spirit of God's finally getting a chance to move. Many in this room look at the mirror, I guarantee you ain't going to like what you see. Why? It's still full of death. Hebrews 12. Wherefore, seeing we are also comes about such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking into Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such a contradiction of sinners against himself. And he had joy. Hmm lest we be weary and faint in our minds. You have not yet resisted even to blood against striving against sin. Have you forgotten the exhortation which speaks unto you as unto children my son despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when the, thou art rebuked of him? For the Lord loves the, whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and he scourges every son whom he receives. So if you endure chastening, God deals with you as sons. For what son is there whom the Father chastens not? But if you be without chastisement, whereof all, you're all the whole world is partners of that, then your bastards are not sons. Furthermore, we have had fathers in our flesh which corrected us. We gave them reverence. Shall we not much more rather be in subject, subjection to the Father of lights or spirits and live? Yes. If we truly for a few days chased them, they had mom and dad did, right? Yes. After their own pleasure. But he does it for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. But nevertheless... Afterward, it's going to yield the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them that are exercised who practice this. Mm -hmm. Therefore, lift up the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. Make straight paths to your feet, lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. But instead, let it rather be healed. Yes. James 1, 2. My brethren, count all joy when you fall into the diverse temptations. Knowing this, the trying of your faith is going to work at patience in you. Let the patience that have perfect Work to be perfect and entire one another. Why? Because you have a new experience. Amen. And here, in this new experience, you have everything you want. Amen. What a concept, right? So, Amen. would that give you hope? Yes. I finally got it right. I tried it out. I had a new experience. And I found out I was wanting nothing. Um, where do I sign up, coach? Okay? Now I have a hope to go back and continue this lifestyle. Many of you haven't because you're still caught in your past. Get rid of the past. Let's start living. Not in spite of, but in light of. Yes. Fair? Yes. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all men liberally. And abrage not, and it should be given to him. Let him ask, though, in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavers like a wave of the sea, tossed with wind, and to tossed, sea driven, and, and, and tossed with the wind. Let not that man think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So let a brother of low degree rejoice and that he's exalted. 
But the rich, that he was made low, because of the power of the grass, he shall pass away. But the sun no sooner rises with a burning heat, but it withers the grass, the flower there fails, and the grace of the fashion perishes. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Rich doesn't mean money, it means yeah. rich in selfishness, or whatever self, self period. Okay? So let no man, when he is tempted, say, I'm tempted of God, for God cannot and will not tempt with evil, neither tempts any man. But every man is tempted when he's drawn away with his own lust, and then he gets enticed by it, because it's his own. Yes. And then, when lust is conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin brings forth death. So do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift, every perfect gift is from heaven and comes down from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, neither any shadow of turning. Of his own will, he helped us become born again with the word of truth, that we should be kind of a first fruits of his creatures. 2.14. What does it profit, my brethren? Though a man say he has faith and have not works, can faith save him? The brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food. And one of you say to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled. Notwithstanding, you give them those things that are evil to the body. What does it profit? You notice that we've talked about several of these verses here in James. Yes. They're all also in Psalms. Yes. Yeah. Even so, faith, but it works, it has no works, is dead of being alone. Yes, a man may say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, and you do well, because the devils also believe, they at least tremble. But you know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead. Was Abraham our father justified by works? Was not he justified by works? When he had offered Isaac, his son, upon the altar? See you now how faith wrought with his works, and by works his faith was made perfect? The scripture was fulfilled, which said Abraham believes God, and it was imputed him for righteousness. And he was called, what? The friend of God. Hmm. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. So likewise also was not Rahab, the harlot, justified by works. When she received the message from the messengers, she then sent them out another way, because she believed in them. For the body without the spirit is dead, so is faith without works dead. 4.1 For whence come wars and fightings among you? Do not come from your Lord lusts that are warring in your members? You lust, you have not, you kill, you desire to have. You cannot obtain, you fight, you war, yet you have not, because you ask not. You ask, you receive not, because you ask amiss, that you may consume it upon your flood, on your lusts. You adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think the scripture says in vain that the spirit that dwells in us lusts to envy? He gives more grace. Wherefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist Resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw near to God, he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hearts, you double-minded, you sinners, I'm sorry. You purify your hearts, you double-minded. Be afflicted and horn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. James 5, 7. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord Jesus. Behold, the husbandman waits for the precious fruit of the earth, has long patience for it, and until he received the early and the latter rain. Be you also patient. Establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord is drawing near. Grudge not one against another. Brethren, lest you be condemned. Oh, behold, the judge stands before the door. Take my brethren the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord. The Lord is very pitiful and tender of mercy. 
above all things, my brother, swear not, neither by heaven nor by earth, neither by any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no, unless you fall into some kind of condemnation. Yes. Is there any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is there any merry? Let him sing. Is there any sick among you? Let him call upon the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith, the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up and he shall commit committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. So confession falls to one another. Pray one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man is going to avail much. So Elijah was subject to light passions as we are and prayed earnestly that <clears throat> it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth for a space of three years and six months. He prayed again that heaven gave rain and earth fought, brought forth its fruit. So brethren, if any of you err from the truth and one convert him, let him know that he which converts the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall cover a multitude of sins. First Peter 1, 3. Blessed be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus from the dead to an inheritance that's incorruptible, undefiled, and fades not away, reserved in heaven just for you. You who are kept by the power of God through faith the salvation ready to be revealed in that mirror in this last time. Where I you greatly rejoice, though now for a season of need be, you're in a heaviness from medical temptations. If the trial of your faith being much more precious than that of gold, which perishes, though it be tried in fire, might be found a praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Christ. Whom, have, whom having, having seen not, you love, and whom thou know you see him still not, yet believe, you rejoice in a joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. 22. Seeing. You have purified your souls, then obey the truth, then through the Spirit, unto unfeigned love of the brethren. See that you love one another with pure heart, passionately, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which lives and abides forever. For all flesh is grass, and all the glory of man is the flower of grass. Grass withers, the flower thereof falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word by which the gospel has been preached unto you. 412. So, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fire trial which should try you as though some strange thing were happening to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of the Christ's sufferings that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. For the spirit of glory, the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part is evil spoken of, but on your part is glorified. Let None of you suffers a murderer, a thief, or an evildoer, a busybody, another man's matters. Yet if any man suffers a Christian, let him not be ashamed. Let him glorify God on this behalf. Amen. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it begin first at us, what shall the end of them that obey not the gospel be? If the righteous scarcely we say, what shall be the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to God Amen. in well-doing as unto a faithful Creator. Second yes. Peter 3. 1. The second epistle, beloved, I now write to you in both, which I stir up your minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and the commandment of the apostles, the Lord and Savior, knowing this, that there shall come the last days scoffers walking after their own lust, saying, Where is this promise of him coming? So since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning even of creation. For this, they're willingly ignorant of, in the word of God, the heavens were of old, the earth standing out of water and in water, wherever the world was then, being overflowed with water, perished. 
but the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, kept in store, reserved in a fire against that day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Understand the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some might, might some men might count slackness, but as long suffering to us, not one that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Yes. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief of the night, in which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also the works there uh, that works that are therein shall be burned up. So seeing then, all these things shall be dissolved. What manner of persons ought you to be in all holy conduct and godliness, looking forward, hasting into the coming day of the God when the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, the elements shall melt with a fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwell righteousness. Therefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found in peace, without spot, without and spot and blameless. Mm-hmm. An account that the long suffering of the Lord is salvation, even as our beloved Paul, brother Paul, also according to his wisdom given to him as written to you, as also in all the epistles speaking of them and these things, in which some things are hard to understand, which they are unlearned and unstable, wrestle with, as they do also with other scriptures unto their own destruction. You, therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest you also being led away with the error of the wicked, fall from your own steadfastness, but grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord and our Savior Jesus, and then to him be glory both now and forever. And let that be so. First John 1, 1. That which is from the beginning, which we've heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and <clears throat> our hands have handled the word of life. The life was manifested, we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that the eternal life which was with the Father was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son Jesus. And these things we wrote unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message we have heard of him, and we declare this unto you, that God is light in him, there is no darkness at all. We say that we have fellowship with him, and we walk in darkness, we're a liar and don't know the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth, again, is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, though we make him a liar, and his word, again, is not in us. 2.1. My little children, these things I write unto you, that you sin not. If any man sin, and we have an advocate with the Father Jesus, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not ours only, but also for the whole sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that says, I know him, and keeps not his commandments, is a liar. The truth again is not in him. Whoso keeps his word, though, in him truly is the love of God perfected. Hereby we know that we are in him. He that says he abides in him ought himself walk also, even as he walks. So, brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which you have heard from the beginning. An old commandment is the word in which you've learned from the beginning. Again, a new commandment I write unto you. The thing is true in him and in you, because darkness is past and the true light now shines. He that says he's in the light hates his brothers in darkness even till now. He that loves his brother abides in that light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hates his brother in, is in darkness and walks in darkness and knows not whether he goes because the darkness has blinded his eyes. 3.1 Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us 
and we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now we are the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be. We know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for he shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in himself purifies himself because he is pure. Whosoever commits sin, though, transgresses also the law, for the sin is transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sin, and in him is no sin. So whosoever abides in him, sins not whosoever sins, has not seen him, neither known him. So little children, let no man deceive you. He that does righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that commits sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy that works of the devil. So whosoever is born of God does not commit sin. For his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this, the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil also. Whosoever does not righteous is not of God, neither is he that loves not his brother. 18. 318. My little children, let us stop. Love and word, neither in tongue, but in deed and truth. Amen. Hereby we know that we are of the truth, and shall assure our hearts before him. <clears throat> For our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart knows all things. Beloved, our heart condemn us not that we have confidence towards our God. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is the commandment, that we should believe in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us that commandment. He that keeps his commandment dwells in him, and he, turn around, dwells in you. And hereby we know that he abides in us by the spirit which he's given to us. 5.1. Whosoever believes in Jesus is born of God, that every one that loves him, that begot, loves him also, that is begotten of him. For this we know that we love the children of God, when we love God, keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is, in fact, the Son of God. Nine. If we receive the witness of man, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God that we have testified of his Son. He that believes on the Son of God has a witness in himself. He that believes not God has made him a liar, because he believes not the record that God gave his Son. And this is the record that God gave has given to us eternal life, and his life is in his son Jesus. And he that has a son has life. <clears throat> he that has not the son of God has not life. So these things I've written unto you, that believe in the name of the son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe in the name of the son of God. And this is this confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he'll hear us. We know that if he hears us, what's what we ask, we also know that he'll have petitions we desire of him. 18. We know that whosoever is born of God sins not. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself, and that wicked one can't touch him. We know that we are of God, and that the whole world lies in wickedness. We know that the Son of God has come, and he has given to us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and that we may know that we are in him that is true. Even in his Son, Jesus, this is the true God, and eternal life. So little children, keep yourselves from idols. Jude 17. But beloved, as we're remembering, remember the words which are spoken of the apostles of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Now they told you before there'd be mockers of the last time who would walk after their own godly lusts. These be they who separate themselves sensual, not having the spirit. But beloved, building up yourselves in most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord and Savior unto eternal life. And the some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, 
putting them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted by the flesh. Now in him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his own glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be, God, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Amen. So, Father, we come before this morning and say thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this message. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the lives represented here. And ask, Lord God, your spirit, move them all and shape them according to your will and purpose for each one of them. Lord, it's high time that we uh, start getting things right. Yes. Living in such a way that we will not faint and fall short of the glory of God. We want to give you the praise, honor, glory, and thanks for showing us the truth today, guiding us, leading us according to that truth today, giving us opportunity to submit, surrender ourselves under the, your glory and to see that your will be done in our life. So as we continue to pray and seek your face, help us, Lord God, to continually turn from our wicked ways and call upon your name. We pray all these things now in the precious, precious name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. Amen.